0: You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Covone, episode number 63. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host Chiara Covone, ex-corporate leader turned executive coach and speaker. I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom and personal development to inspire you to achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome to a new episode of the Innovation Made Easy podcast. Today I'm gonna be covering quite an interesting topic, at least for me, but hopefully it is going to be interesting also for you. And it's really about understanding how we learn and really learning how we learn. I think it's such an interesting topic. And I've been reflecting a lot on how to be a more effective uh, trainer and teacher. And, and so clearly I have bumped into asking myself the question, why is it so hard for us to learn as adults? And, and how do I help my, my clients um, to learn more effectively? and to understand what's preventing us to learn so that we can understand it and, and tackle it in a different way. I think it's so essential, right? I mean, how many people do you know that ever make an effort to learn how to learn? Right? We assume that our brain is wired to learn and therefore we just go in, full in into something only to be quitting maybe a few weeks in. Right? How many people do I know that start learning a new language or a new skill, but then they quit? And instead of maybe trying to learn the new thing, maybe we should spend more time understanding you know, and learning. How do we learn? How do I learn as an adult versus as opposed to an, a child? What makes it different in those two phases of our life, big phases, and how do I best tackle them so that I'm gonna be maximizes, maximize my outcome instead of just being frustrated um, with myself of not achieving something that I've set myself up to. And i actually think that this should be nearly a core subject in schools right that we we equip all our people saying okay between zero and 25 years of age your brain is very malleable and you're going to be learning in a much more natural way but then a lot of the neurons are going to be formed and therefore learning will be much more difficult so why don't i spend some time teaching you and preparing you for your adult life by explaining to you how brain are wired and how do we learn again as adults. And um, yeah, so I really think it would be a very important uh, skill to teach um, early in life, uh, not too early because then we wouldn't, of course, uh, remember or process it, but you know, when you start getting to that threshold of 25, then maybe that's, that's the right time um, to start uh, teaching the principle of that. And so I've been doing quite some research around this topic and some of those terms are quite difficult and I'm going to try to make them easy and simplify it um, in a way that is useful, right? Because if we're just pretending here to use big words and then we just forget about it, then it, then we're losing the purpose of this. So there is um, a lot of interesting videos and articles and podcasts and things out there that talk about these subjects and, and some of them are really technical. So that's why I, want to, I was thinking I like, us contribute with my podcast on giving you some of the principles in a way that it is um, more digestible. So as I mentioned earlier, from birth up until age 25, our brain is extremely malleable. So in this phase of our life, we are really designed to adjust ourselves to the environment, the surrounding. And our brain is continuously making new connections. So creating um, synapses between neurons so that we can create some patterns of behavior. And I've been talking about the brain in a previous podcast, sorry for being a little bit obsessed with it, but I, think, but I really think it's important. And and we really, therefore, you know, we want to, to arrive to a point in which so many of our activities, so many of our um, daily routinely uh, practices and tasks in the day are automated so they don't require any energy because the survival brain wants to save the energy for survival purposes, not for things that you know, we can quickly do automatically without um, expending and using a lot of um, brain power. So so we have this phase in our life, yeah? so where the brain is designed to be customized to whatever the surrounding is. And I think this is also quite different between different animals, um, so we are not coming with all you know, predetermined um, neurons connections, so we actually do them in the very, very first part of our life. And the point is that once we have those neurons and those connections created in the first 25 years of our life, then we can leverage them, you know, leverage those circuitry, those energy flows, those channels, um, for the rest of our life. Now, the brain can change later in adulthood, but it needs some <laughs> predisposition. And this is what we're going to talk about today. So we're talking about two different processes here. And, and in particular, I'm going to use this beautiful word, which is about neuroplasticity. So we want to create um, basically new plasticity in our brain. And, and this is actually not an event, but it's a process. So to learn something new as an adult, what we really want to trigger is a high level of focus, a high level of focus and engagement. And there is no way around this. And I'm sure this will resonate with you because think about the last time you learned something effectively. This was probably when you were very excited, eager, engaged, committed, really curious about it. So that really level of curiosity is what triggers you to focus and and also really important is that you're not just thinking about the destination you're really enjoying the journey to towards it so of course the destination is important but the journey was very important this really reminds me when i learned um swedish so when i moved to sweden six years ago i had no idea of swedish language and, and I, of course, I had a really big, compelling reason. I really wanted to be able to dialogue with my neighbors and also the kids would be fluent in Swedish, so I wanted to be able to understand everything that they said. <laughs> this is the control, control freak in me, probably. But really the positive side is that I really wanted to integrate in society and not expect all people around me to, um, to, to have to speak English or any other language. So that was the first the compelling reason. But then I actually found a teacher that really made it fun for me to learn Swedish. We we started straight up reading things, articles, and don't ask me today, you know, I can't even remember exactly how the process went. But one of the elements of the process that I really enjoyed was that we were playing, we we were recording uh, words and the translation of those words on a a voice recorder and also writing them down. And, and then when I was walking the dog, I would play those words, those recordings in my ears. And I really found that fascinating and enjoyable because I was kind of playing with those words and remembering, and I had this little workbook with me in my pocket so I could always check them back. I really enjoyed the journey and that really made it so easy for me to learn this new language. So clearly, the process, the fun in the process. So, you have, if you're learning a language and the process is dull, there's very, it's going to be really hard for you to keep the focus and the engagement. But the other thing is also we want intensity because if you are going to be, you know, learning a little bit today and then do nothing for three months and then start a little bit, that is not going to trigger um, the first. chemical that we need in this process, which is adrenaline, actually. So, you know, regardless of how um, anxious and agitated you will feel around this new task and your brain is going to try to, you know, walk you, talk you out of it. When you focus and lean into it fully, then you really had that kick of adrenaline uh, releasing your brain. And here's the thing, because that kick of adrenaline, if it's too much, if it's above a certain threshold, you're going to be quitting because that tension makes you too anxious and so you quit. So it's really interesting that actually there is this threshold between wanting it, wanting it a lot and really kicking it in the adrenaline leverage the adrenaline and instead making you flee. Um, So it's really this fight or flight um, mechanism that happens in our brain. Now, the interesting thing is that the neuroplasticity is triggered with intense focus. So in the moment you really focus and engage into this activity, you are triggering the neuroplasticity, but in itself, the neuroplasticity actually occurs when you rest. This is so fascinating because I'm sure you have experienced also that you you stop doing, like I remember when I was skiing, and every year when I was starting skiing again, I was actually better than the year before where I stopped. So there is that process of the creation of the neuroplasticity in your brain. Those those connections are actually occurring when you are in deep rest. And this deep rest could be either sleep, really deep sleep, but it also actually could be when your brain is, um, when you're quietened from thoughts. So meditation is actually one of those Triggers um, one of those um, yeah, triggers that allows you to to make the neuroplasticity happen, and I really think this is so fascinating because if you think also how much some leaders are sleep deprived, right? and we believe we convince ourselves that we need very little sleep, and actually deep sleep only can happen in a certain time of the day, certain time sorry of the night, so. You know, looking at sleep like lost time, the opposite is true. How important rest and deep sleep is. You think nothing is happening there. And in reality, there is a lot of stuff happening. Your body is actively working, not just healing, but even learning. So giving the body the rest it needs is really a multiplier of all the efforts you're doing when you're awake. And I think this is really so fascinating. So in order to trigger that focus, that kick, that adrenaline, the activity needs actually to be challenging. So I talked about that there is a a threshold where if you go above that, then it becomes too much. And there is some science that talks about striving for 50% above what feels comfortable and i know it's a bit abstract but 15 percent is not a lot right it's not double the discomfort of what you usually are but the point is that if it's not a little bit discomfort a little bit uncomfortable you're actually just going through automation in your brain so that um, chemical that is released to trigger the neuroplasticity is not activated it's not released um, So, it's really interesting that you actually need that level of complexity, that level of challenge for you to be able to trigger the neuroplasticity. How often have you picked up something new, you know, think about a sport or a hobby, and you actually improved quickly at first when everything was stretching and reaching, but actually then you plateaued and you remain, you know, quite mediocre, quite competent, um, but you didn't really see that noticeable, noticeable improvement. And this is why, if you're not actively striving and reaching, going beyond your comfort zone, this activity becomes passive and is handled by the, all the you know, routine and automated uh, cognitive processes that we have in our brain. And instead, when you focus intensely and push 15% beyond what is comfortable, that's when you're making those synapses for change. And then if you add to that proper rest and recovery, they will become they will really create those new synapses, these new connections, and you will have learned and grow. And I really think this is so fascinating. Um, a lot of this stuff is of course intuitive, right? a lot of this stuff so we we apply it and we see it, but it's so interesting to put a name of it because every time, next time, <laughs> you're gonna be frustrated with yourself because you're not learning something, you wanted to go back and understand, am I not stretching myself enough? Am I not reaching that 15%? Or am I pretending 25%, 30%, 50% more uncomfortable than, than what I currently can do? It's, it's like you're going to the gym and instead of starting with a one kilo weight, you're starting with 15 kilo weights, right? You're gonna give up because that's too uncomfortable. And I love the comparison the metaphor of a gym because we are building those muscles every time we're doing something new is the muscles are actually in the brain in this case is a mental fitness and we want to be nice to our brains and give it the time and really that balance between focus, engage, discomfort 15% more discomfort activity, followed by rest that is really what what makes it happen now as i said if you're allowing too much rest then actually you're going into atrophy then actually you're going into you know you have to start all over your brain becomes sorry your muscle basically you have to start all over um because you didn't give it enough enough exercise enough continuity for this muscle to be built so um Clearly, what we see is that plasticity in the adult brain can be as robust as it is in childhood, as it is in in our first 25 years of our our life, but that we need that focus for it to be triggered, something that is not needed in the early days where everything is, you know, where our brain is still so clear and and eager to learn and to create the connections so it doesn't need that extra effort that an extra dose of adrenaline um, or other uh, neurochemicals to allow us to to trigger those new learning processes so i really hope this was interesting and uh, insightful and that you're going to be applying some of this thinking the next time you're going to want to learn something and actually why not start to learn a new hobby or in your sport or anything um, and test it for yourself. Have a wonderful week and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye bye. Hey, before I let you go, I wanted to let you know that I have free masterclass for you to access. It is a comprehensive um, class about why we procrastinate and what we can do to instead achieve massive results. If you're tired of dreaming and wanting and you're ready to take inspired and effective action, then this masterclass is for you. Go to covone.se forward slash goal and get instant access to this free masterclass to help you finally stop procrastinating and allow your dreams and wants to take back the front seat.